This is Good Hope FM News. The Democratic Alliance has called for a full disclosure of the procurement process for the country's one trillion rand nuclear deal. The opposition party says the deal's secrecy and a lack of transparency leaves it vulnerable to undue political influence. DA Shadow Deputy Minister of Energy Gordon McKay says there hasn't been a proper assessment of the bidders and that the procurement process has been rushed. We're very surprised that government has the capacity to rush through what is essentially the biggest procurement process in under a year. We have received reports that certain of the bidders have certain financial commitments and um, loans made available to them that will expire in March 2016, um, which means that it seems like government is trying to favour certain bidders by making sure that the process is all wrapped up by the end of quarter two of this financial year. So what we're actually saying is why are we buying a technology that's incredibly expensive, that will possibly be outdated in 12 years, and leave us with a funding commitment for between 20 and 18 years after that. How are we going to fund this thing? How are we going to pay for it? There's something fundamentally wrong with that when you consider that this is a public procurement process. The Gift of the Givers Group has enlisted the services of a Malian negotiator to help them locate the captors of a South African national, Stephen McGowan. The suspe- it's suspected that McGowan has been held by a militant group in Mali since being abducted more than three years ago. His abductors released a video about two weeks ago apparently showing McGowan alive and in good health. Founder of The Gift of the Givers, MTR Suleiman, says the negotiator will act as a mediator once the captors make contact. We've had a lot of responses from what from Mali, from South Africa. We have now arranged a negotiator who's from Mali, who's from North Mali, who knows the area well, who speaks the local language, who speaks French, and who has people in the different tribes and has connection with many of the tribes and many of the tribal leaders. So this effort, hoping that we'll have a mediator that will be able to negotiate with the captors once they contact us. We are, you know, this is what we're waiting for at the moment, and we're hoping to have a breakthrough very, very soon. Because we don't know who they are. They've really released a video showing proof of life. So if they've released the video, it's obvious that they want somebody to talk to them. The World Health Organization says changes are being made after a damning report was released about its capability to handle events, especially the recent Ebola outbreak that has killed more than 11,000 people in West Africa. The report concluded that the WHO lacks the capacity and culture to deal with global health emergencies. The WHO's Rich Brennan. We have acknowledged those failings. We realise those weaknesses. Our global policy group, which is our senior management, all our regional directors, the director general here, they meet regularly now to review emergencies. We have strengthened our systems across the organisations, our communications and our collaboration, not only here at headquarters, but also with our regional and country offices. And finally, two comedic shows are on the boards at Cape Town's Alexander Theatre this week. First up is the game Shannon's Tongue, which gives insight into the South African male psyche. It tells a funny story of a coach who's assisting Shannon with speech after he lost his tongue in a tragic condensed condensed milk tin accident. The other production is the one-hander Life with Ollie Booth. The performance takes audiences on a roller coaster ride of the comedian Oliver Booth's observations and opinions on a wide range of subjects. These include topics such as quitting smoking, being a stand-up, motorcyclists and dogs at the park. For Good Hope FM News, I'm Sibs Matiela.